Welcome back to the Tough Love Yourself podcast. Before we dive into today's topic, I would just like to give you guys a little disclaimer. So um, right now, I just got off work actually. um, And it just so happened that this little room I'm in is right beside the road. And since we're in the city, so... You might hear cars passing by, maybe people talking, so please bear with me. Um, I just feel like I need to release this topic, this, I mean, this topic, this episode, because I know it's been quite some time since I released the previous one. It was a few weeks ago, this May, and so um, I just want to get this done on over with, right? And... I think we got a good topic this week. Although I do hope that every topic we have is good. But this week, uh, I think it is really relatable for all of us. We experienced this. You know, so um, yeah. So the topic for today, it will be about dealing with being overstimulated and overwhelmed. Especially when you're a highly sensitive person like me. Okay, so um, I love talking about topics that feel very alive for me at the moment. Although as a highly sensitive person, um, the feeling of being overwhelmed is really something I could always talk about because it is one of those things that creep into my life very easily because of my sensitivity. So, um, I'd like to divide this episode into three parts. So, for the first part, of course, let's describe first what overstimulation is before anything else. So, overstimulation is also known as sensory overload. So, like the term suggests, this is when your senses are just completely overloaded with information Uh, making it very difficult to fully process what we are receiving. So, um, this is especially true for highly sensitive people since we have very sensitive nervous systems more than the people who are less sensitive. Um, This causes us to have low tolerance for stressful and chaotic situations. And as a result, this makes us more reactive. And making this part of being highly sensitive probably the most difficult part. And yeah, it can be a challenge for sure. So that is why I think it is really important for us to talk about it. You know, and to feel less alone. And for us to share some tools and strategies that can help us out with it. Um, I don't want this to be something that holds us back from, from you know, achieving our goals and um, being t- totally functional in our daily lives. So 
this makes it so important for us to really have some time off to recover from it and bounce back from the stressful situation. However, um, I just like to point out that it is not only highly sensitive people that experience this um, feeling, this feeling of overwhelm, right? So um, it can come in many forms. It can range between mild to severe, and it all depends on the person. It all depends on the length of exposure or even the type of expo exposure. Okay. So now, what are the signs of being overstimulated? So this is really important before we can even try to, you know, deal with it to manage this feeling. It is very important to be aware when we are already you know feeling overstimulated when we are already feeling the, experiencing this so that we can uh execute the action plan that we have um that we will be talking about so one of the signs that we are already overstimulated is when we are getting frustrated with things easily that probably won't no normally bother us or you know in a normal ordinary situation looking at it objectively it it's not that big of a deal so objective objectively speaking it won't be something that normally bothers someone so for example um maybe when your boss gives you something else to do at the end of the day or when you are at home and the t when your mom gives you one more task to do or maybe when you're a parent when your kid keeps on screaming or saying your name you know just being their um normal loud self as a toddler and then suddenly you just snap you know you're like at the end of your threshold you know so this is when you know that you're already feeling overwhelmed so could also be mental and physical fatigue, um, feeling burnt out. Um, one of those things that you know when you're already feeling burnt out or very exhausted is when, right, when you can't think straight, you're unable to concentrate or focus on the tasks at hand, and you're feeling drained with energy, and even like you can't think straight anymore so you're foggy headed and you have difficulty you know pro prioritizing your tasks and you're feeling very disorganized and i'm sure we've all been in this place and for me sometimes when i'm so overwhelmed i feel like i want to cry that feeling of wanting to cry just wanting to drop everything you know down and just you can't think straight and you just like want to give up another sign is when you feel you might feel resentment towards other people um yeah you might get um irritated easily so for example when you know when you're parent when you're a parent and then you might feel very irritated with your child or when you're at work and then you have to go, you know, you have to stay overtime and then you see your co-workers 
getting off work early and you'd be like oh must be nice to um have some more time for yourself and to go have fun so you have this um inner resentment towards others and you also have this desire to numb out to overindulge in many kinds of unhealthy behaviors whether it be maybe drinking alcohol eating too much or spending a lot of money shopping so it depends uh i think it's gonna look different for each person so that is why i want you to be aware of all these different ways it can show up so that um you'd see how you know in the end you would be you'd gain clarity on how it actually shows up for you so it's not a one size fits all okay another sign of being overwhelmed which is i think might be unexpected or can be surprising is when you have feelings of sadness and hopelessness yeah so you'd be you'd be like oh so you'd be like ah sign ba talaga yan of being overwhelmed so yes when you're in the state for so long when you're in the state of being overwhelmed for so long i know it can be tough for us to have this happening it happens to every human being but for some of us we have different tolerance and especially for highly sensitive people it makes us reach this state of being overwhelmed more quickly all right so now that you know already what are the signs possible signs of being overwhelmed and overstimulated i think it's time for us to assess what is overstimulating for us you know so what gets us to that point what are the things or um events that overstimulate us that will that will also be different for each person all right so some of these examples that i will be um giving right now um some of them may resonate with you and some may not and that is okay okay so one example that i can relate to is when uh i often get overstimulated when i'm in a social setting for so long that it that it's consistently loud for so long like when people are you know shouting at each other like there's overlapping voices um people talk talk over each other so i can get to that place where i suddenly feel stressed and drained like i don't want to talk anymore like i just want to go home and just be an introvert so in my case my overstimulation manifests in that feeling drain of energy and also um irritability and just wanting to shut down and not talk to anyone leaving the situation or going going home So one situation that I've experienced was um that was a long time ago when I was in this club, you know, with friends and there was a lot of bright lights, you know, in a club there's a loud music and um bright lights. So I hit a breaking point because 
everyone was shouting and singing out very loud the music was super loud the lights were super bright and like blinking on and off you know and people were bumping into each other it was a very like tight place and my friends keep on like wanting to talk to me but i can't hear them properly so um at some point i suddenly felt very overwhelmed like i want to get out of that place and that's exactly what i did so i excused myself i just went out to get some fresh air for at least i think that was for around 20 minutes and um after that i felt much more calmer and more connected to myself and i know for some people who might not relate to this they might see it as me being you know they might feel surprised they might get surprised at my attitude and yeah that is one of the i think challenges of being a highly sensitive person or when you're being overwhelmed easily is you know this can be something that you feel bad about yourself right? like oh why am i like this maybe i am overreacting like maybe i shouldn't have reacted that way you might feel bad at the person that maybe you snapped at the person so you have all these you know worries about um being a highly sensitive person being overwhelmed and i just want to say that you shouldn't feel bad about it um we just need to remember that it's also important for us to take care of our needs um to know our limits to know our own limits and loving and caring for ourselves enough to honor our needs to listen what our body needs to what our limits are and this doesn't make us a selfish or rude person um, doesn't mean that we don't care about others anymore but it's really about learning the balance between prioritizing yourself while also being compassionate about others so you don't need to be rude in order to put yourself first right you don't need to be selfish um uh, if our needs if our needs require us to step away from others or situations for a while I actually think it makes us a better person because um, through this it makes us fill our cup and we'll be able to pour that into everyone else around us to every person that we love and care about um, because when we have that you know when we are able to fill our cup it makes us much more present makes us a much much more patient friend son or daughter rather than staying in a situation that actually stresses us out and the people in that situation they don't know that you're already stressed out and as a result you end up being rude to the other person or being secretly resentful which is not your fault, it's not also the other person's fault, right? So it is really important for us to be aware when it is time for us to step 
away and just take care of ourselves. And a second um, example of an overwhelming situation, which this is something that I really, really relate to, especially when I'm, you know, in a very busy, when I have so many tasks. Yeah, so second thing that is very overwhelming is when you are, when we are in a very messy or disorganized environment. So, like I said, I experienced this a lot very lately. So, yeah, there are times that we think that the cause of stress is this big life-changing event, right? This big event. When really, it just, it can be caused by a buildup of small pressures of everyday life. When you wake up to a pile of dirty dishes, when you go home to a pile of dirty laundry, when um, you go to work and you are greeted with a lot of tasks to do, a very messy desk, or um, even a full inbox, email inbox. So these things might seem very little and meaningless especially with all the other major events that are happening in the world right now you may think that a lot of people have um more you know bigger problems but when these little things happen non-stop every single day that you know when we leave things um we don't um pay attention to things and actually um solve them or find a way to solve them they can eventually add up until we suddenly explode or we suddenly feel just so overwhelmed so for me um especially when i'm living with my family um you can't help that um it's gonna it's gonna be more difficult to you know schedule your time and set some boundaries especially when you're in an you're you know you're in an asian household and your parents are used to um you doing you know some part of the household chores and yeah um yeah for me when i am in that kind of situation and i'm living with my parents it can be hard for me to um juggle so many tasks at once that i that my parents need help with i need to think of you know so many um household tasks at the same time i have my own schedule to think of you know and yeah when i'm in that in a room that is very messy it can be hard for me to concentrate on the on tasks at hand and in the end you know when i'm feeling so overwhelmed and panicked and anxious uh it is hard since it's hard for me to concentrate in the end like i'm not able to do the things that actually will help me get closer to what i need to do or to my goal and that can be very difficult you know so yeah another thing is also not having enough free time which is also connected to you know being in a messy or disorganized environment so like i said when you know some days are like that especially when you can't 
you know you don't totally own your own your you don't totally own your schedule or when you work for someone else you have responsibilities and obligations to your family so it can be hard to schedule things and to think straight especially with parents you know when you're when you have a newborn or a toddler and you don't have anyone to take care of the house you have to do everything yourself um it can be very overwhelming and so i hope through this you're seeing some of the different ways we can be overstimulated and what that can look like for each of us right so when you're a parent or when you're some when you're someone who still lives with your parents and when you're a big family and you all live under the same house you know and uh being with friends who in a social setting where you have different personalities um so yeah these are just some of the things that can be very overstimulating and very overwhelming and now it's time for the very important and interesting part so here are some ways to cope when you're feeling overwhelmed now depending again on the situation you're in this will look different for each and every one of you so going back to the example i had in the club in the party so like i said i took 20 minutes time out and just took some fresh air outside and what i did is i gathered my thoughts and take took deep breaths to calm myself down to calm my heart rate because i'm feeling just so you know like i can't breathe because the place was very tight there's a lot of people and there was a lot of noise so that was very definitely helpful for me so <clears throat> if you're able to escape from this if you're able to escape the situation you're in that'll be best and if you can't totally leave the situation because it's something important for you that you need to attend to so just take like a couple of minutes out you know just to get some fresh air to get some silence and <clears throat> to play some maybe meditate for a bit and play some calming music or if not you can do some deep belly breathing so that's um inhaling through the nose for three seconds holding your breath for around five seconds and slowly exhaling through your mouth so like inhale just keep it there and exhale so that might seem very simple and maybe very basic but that actually calms your nervous system right so just take some time to regroup until um yung mga levels of anxiety more overwhelm lowers a bit yeah and also um weighted blankets so it, this is also something that i find very very comforting so weighted blankets um what i do when i'm in my 
when I'm in the house, I just um, pause from the work that I'm doing, maybe. Or after a long day, I just lay under a warm blanket, like a weighted blanket. Maybe dim the lights, um, light your favorite candle, and just, you know, if there are those very good scents. And drink some warm tea, actually hot tea even. So <clears throat> drinking warm beverages are actually also very calming to the nervous system. Uh, another thing that is also very helpful is taking a technology break to reduce external stimulation. So this is very, very important because <clears throat> you might not know about this, but we can get very overstimulated you know, just by scrolling through our feeds, through Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Because there are so many things going on, you know? There are so many different things that we're um, absorbing, other people, you know, different people's emotions, stories, and energies that, you know, we're absorbing from the screen. And there are this um, bright lights and so many different sounds. We are taking in so much and... Honestly, it can be pretty unnatural. Like imagine we are human beings made to be basking in the sun, you know, um, to be with nature. And when we are consuming so much, a lot more than we should be, it can add up to our, you know, stresses and can add up to us, to our anxiety. So I recommend turning the phone off before you go to sleep. So that can also help us actually to sleep better. So before you go to sleep, you would rather maybe read a book or pray, listen to music or meditate if that works for you. And um, at work, when you have something to do, you have a lot of things to do, I recommend also turning off those notifications so that you won't be tempted to go, you know, scroll through your phone. And also, of course, in the morning, making sure that you don't go to your phone first thing when you wake up. So this can be very tempting. So um, I recommend using a, like a traditional alarm clock instead of your phone, just so you if you're someone who finds it really difficult to control yourself and comes to social media and checking your phone so in the morning it is really that time for us to take care of ourselves to to prime like it's the time to prime our minds and body for the very long day ahead so instead of going to social media immediately or checking our emails Take some time off to pray, meditate, be in stillness, you know, if you like writing or journaling and enjoying your coffee or doing yoga or any kind of workout and exercise. So, yeah, do that. Or even in taking a social, even taking a social media break for a period of time, like maybe you'd like to do some social media detox for a few weeks, for a month. So this helps a ton to your nervous system and will help you feel 
more grounded and connected to yourself more connected to the present moment and to the people around you just focusing on that instead of you know taking in so much and then having your mind go on different directions yeah so there are certain habits and systems that we can put into place in order to minimize the impact of these small stresses in life because we all know how we already have enough problems and we don't need to add more things to worry about especially when these things aren't even important or necessary so one thing that you can do is to find a way to balance your day because i think i've found that from my from my own experience as well we work so much we hustle so much that you know we don't have time anymore to um nourish our mind to nourish our body and even to spend time with our loved ones so we must find a way to be able to balance these things um, and even if it's possible to work less hours yet be more productive without feeling you know without feeling guilty or that you're falling behind um, i don't know if you guys notice but we make up all these arbitrary rules in our head like nobody is telling you to work for 10 to 12 hours in a day nobody is telling you to skip lunch just to finish that household chore which is not even you know important that you finish like today <laughs> so um we make up all these rules in our head which is also part of our own limiting beliefs and um because of our past experiences what these things that are taught to us so what you would like to do is to really um, schedule your days and weeks on how you want to spend it all right so what i do is um right before the week starts like let's say on sunday evening i like to uh, make my own schedule already to really set an intention for the whole week on how i want to show up for myself and what are the things that i really need to get done for that week <clears throat> in a day if you can't do that you can first thing in the morning that's what you can do like you want to focus on two to three top priorities that you will focus on for that day because you don't want to <clears throat> have all these so many things that you want to do that um, in the end some of these things aren't even important you know so instead of multitasking and trying to do all so many things at once trying to do trying to finish so many things in the day and in the end working you know 10 to 12 hours and feeling burnt out instead of you know doing that try to um do set up your to-do list focus on three tasks and during the day 
make sure that you reduce your distractions so that includes already social media so what you want to do is to really like set some time to to do these tasks and according to research actually our focus and attention is limited to around four to five hours a day and after that we might feel restless and like we want that's why we want to take breaks uh, <clears throat> you know so many times so you want to do some focused work during those four to five hours or six hours and that is already including scheduling breaks in between okay so you also want to schedule in joy in between your work tasks like schedule in that dinner with a friend that dinner with your family where you can just talk to each other about your day schedule in date nights with your partner all of these things so connect to just find a way to connect to the present moment to build these mindful moments and not to worry too much about the future or be anxious about past events but to pay attention on what is around you and just absorb and soak in the goodness of life again you have to prioritize your to-do list so it feels less overwhelming so um, sometimes when you're feeling overwhelmed and flighty it may be hard to think straight so that is such a very um, personal experience um, you might want to enlist the help of your let's say your boss your co-worker your partner or whoever you can um, open up to and feel safe you know opening up about these things because when we're feeling overwhelmed you don't know what to focus on that's when we go back to that's when we come back to simplifying you know because a lot of times when we're overstimulated things are magnified it feels like we have a hundred thousand things that we need to get done but in reality you can actually just do like two to three things in that day and you will be fine right it's actually a better technique to focus on just the these three top priorities and the others you can scrape by without having to do it so prioritize simplify cut out the energy leaks there are things that we can do that can help us to a state of being calm and a lot of times it's just finding things that are grounding and kind of cuts off the noise and clutter going around us and sometimes you can take on other people's energy especially when we're highly sensitive other people's energy and other people uh, other things like energy from the physical environment that includes the messy and disorganized environment that I was talking about earlier another tip is to do single tasking instead of multitasking so <clears throat> if you're feeling overwhelmed look at what you're actually doing because multitasking is actually like purposefully overstimulating yourself you know you're purposefully purposefully doing that to yourself 
imagine you have all of these things going on all you have all of these things going on all at once you're focusing on little bits of each of these things and it doesn't feel satisfying you're not making significant progress and your mind is going on a million directions so i highly recommend trying single tasking a shot so basically, it just looks like doing one thing at a time, being fully immersed in that one task, completing it, then moving on to the next. This has been a game changer for me. It is very game changing. It is very, it is like a healing bomb to the nervous system. Another thing that you can try is to share your feelings to somebody that you love or you trust, that you feel you can safely open up to. Um, this is also very helpful. Community and connection is very, very important. Because a lot of times when we get stuck in our heads, we can feel very helpless, right? When we get stuck into these pattern of thinking, and it might feel like it is too big a mountain to climb and we don't know how to get out of it, to get out of that loop of thoughts. And most often, just reaching out to someone, connecting yourself to a community or to a friend, sharing your thoughts out loud, th that can feel so good. You know, like the mess is out of your mind out in the open and your friend or that person is able to reflect your thoughts back to you to help you organize and make sense of your thoughts yeah you can through this um, you would be able to make sense of your thoughts more easily and clearly and suddenly the weight is off of your shoulders and you feel that you know what it's actually not that big of a deal like you can take on a um, all of these things so that's what I've observed and especially when you know when I'm when I have so many things to do when I feel like I can't take it anymore what I do is just I take a break and instead of pushing myself so hard to continue doing these things which I know that I won't be able to do effectively because i'm feeling so overwhelmed and i won't also enjoy doing these things so what i do is i just take a break to relax myself and um, schedule some time with family or with friends and after that after some time together i just feel so much better like i can do this and i can take on the things that just a while ago i was so worried about you know so that is very important to have a network of people that get it to have a network of people that validate you and listen to you that's just so important it's so healing to hear other people that they also have their own hardships that you're not alone in this journey and feeling so much and you know it's just so therapeutic to feel less alone in this human experience because the truth of the matter is 
all of us, you know, most of us, if not all of us, experience overwhelming situations almost every day. And what we need is just to really reground ourselves to this moment and not to be too caught up in our own thoughts and worries. So that is also why I am doing this podcast because I am hoping that through this you will feel um, less alone, you'll feel more supported and that yeah, you're not alone in this journey as a human being, as a highly sensitive person. So if you enjoy this podcast, uh, if you enjoy this episode, uh, I'd like for you guys to please, please share this to your friends, to your family, to anyone who might need this kind of support. And let's just be there for each other. Alright? So, yeah. Those are the top top things that I can think of in order for us to cope well with overwhelm and overstimulation which is something like i said this is something that we experience every single day with so many things happening in the world so many things that we need to do in order to achieve our goals to feel successful to be successful to attain whatever we need in order to feel we have that success and stability in our lives and so I invite you to just, yeah, to try these things that we talked about. Just, if you haven't tried it before, just try it out, try them out, and see for yourself what works best for you. So that is my number one rule. There is no, you know, one size fits all. Um, we all have different things that work best for us. So just see which works best for you. Alright, and yeah, um, so I hope you guys have a good weekend, take this time to...